When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Daily Stock Trading Podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Good morning. It's Thursday, November second. Um, it's the day after Powell, and I heard it on uh, on 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 the news this morning. It, it's kind of like the, the 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 night you got drunk in college, and you woke up in the morning, and you absolutely did not regret anything that you did in the morning. Yeah, Powell Powell left rates unchanged. He's completely um, you know set the market off. Uh, we're off and running. We're absolutely off and running. Starbucks is up 12%. Clorox up 12%. Uh, Sedge, which by the way, you know, I got out of it, is down 20%. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's a free-for-all. Did you buy TQQQ yesterday? Like I said to buy TQQ, like I bought TQQ. At, full disclosure, I did not go all in on TQQ. I bought $300 worth of TQQQ in my, um, in my Weeble account, live on air. Bought it in the, 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 the Weeble account. Uh, it's up somewhere in the neighborhood. Let's see. If you're not a member of Weeble, I suggest you use the link below to sign up for Weeble. You get free stocks. Why not? I mean, it makes sense to get it. I am up six percent on my uh, on my uh, on my TQQQ buy. Uh, that is a whopping eight dollars and sixty eight cents. So I didn't go all in, but you know, it's not about going all in. It, it's about understanding that. I probably should have gone all in with, with a large buy, but TQQQ, I don't view, view that as an investment. I view that as a bet. So I went in small, just said, hey, my hypo- hypothesis might work. Well, today is the day that we find out if my hypothesis works because we've got a lot more. Maybe you didn't buy TQQQ yet, last week, but did you buy Amazon at 120 when I said, hey, at 120 before earnings, I like this one because it's a solid one. Maybe you bought that one. Well, maybe if you didn't buy a- Amazon, maybe you listen to me and buy Shopify before their earnings today. This is up 17% in pre-market. We got a buy here yesterday at $48.81. $48.81. Under 50, you're at 56 right now. Crazy. Well, maybe if you didn't buy that one, maybe you said, hey, we're at war. And you know, Palantir is doing really well. Uh, Be careful. I expect earnings to be solid. The algo has you out. Well, you know what? I'm in. I held. I said, if you can get this at 15, you're good. 
We're up 17% to $17.52. Get ready. It's going to 20. This one's going to 20. Solid, solid earnings. I like this one. Uh, Jerome Powell and the Fed's rate hikes so far this cycle. I will publish uh, something in the newsletter with every date of every rate cycle so you can see how far we've come, uh, when he left it, exactly the same, blah, blah, blah. I put this in the uh, in the newsletter yesterday. Uh, spy. If we close above 420, we have confirmation. We closed above 420. We closed yesterday um, at to 422. So we closed a, a, a good, what, half percent up? That's a solid, solid indication that we're bouncing. Now, does it mean we're getting into the 200-day? No. That 50-day, look at the 50-day, how the 50-day is going to probably provide some resistance. But that's at 425. So understand that, that the big mover today is Apple. Apple reports after the bell. This is going to be the bellwether. If for some reason... The, the reason we got a surprise event with the M3 chip uh, on Monday was because their earnings are weak and they wanted to hide something. This could easily come back down to the 160s. I don't think you're going to the 140s. I don't think you're going to the 150s. But this will absolutely determine the direction of the market. Now, what's interesting is before earnings... You have confirmation from yesterday's afternoon candle on this. You are touching the 200-day at 174. Well, you know what? With the open, you're above it at 176. So I would expect this market to continue to go up. We got a jobs number this morning that was bad news was good news. So you're still in that in that realm. We went up a little bit on the uh, the jobs numbers. So the 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 uh, the the uh, uh, job opening, uh, no, I'm sorry, the jobless claims went up by about 3,000 versus what it was expected. This is a solid, solid stock chart, but look at this. So back in July, you hit a higher high. Then you hit a lower high back in September. Then in October, another lower high. So the trend line right now for Apple does not bode well in that you'd have to get up above 177. To actually break this trend, if you break that 200-day and hold, you could have a little bit of a bounce, but we're not, by no way, are we in a, an actual confirmed uh, bounce where you could add to this one and, and be comfortable. Now, for a short term, are you playing Apple? I, I don't think you should play Apple. I, I think you should probably look at uh, Apple as a long-term investment. Are you going to regret adding this at 174? Probably not. They're probably going to buy back a ton of stock. So I, I, I look for a big buyback. I look for potentially a little more dividend. I look for potentially, uh, hey, uh, we have guidance that we're going to raise based on the, uh, the Vision Pro. Um, you know, some of the things. I look for guidance that, you know, is in line. But again, in the paid newsletter, if you go to the newsletter on the weekend, uh, the, 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 the paid one, Apple event and earnings should drive the market this week. This one right here, paid newsletter, it's going to drive it um, 100%. Oh, this wasn't even a paid one. I think that was a free one. But in one of these I go over, oh, the weekend update. Let's find the trend. Yeah, this is this is where I said, hey, Apple's going to run this week. How we end up this week will 100% be determined by Apple. Um, you know, you have the declining quarters. I showed that. Year-over-year uh, -year change, this is revenue in billions. Year-over-year -year change, minus 5%. Q4, 
2023, minus 3%. Q2, 2023. Do we get a year-over-year change uh, of, of revenue? If we do, look out. I mean, that alone would probably drive this one. But the, the assumption is, hey, the iPhone 15 wasn't that great, um, blah, blah, blah. I did find, by the way, a, a, a RSPG, which is an Invesco equal weight energy ETF. Uh, this one is interesting because if you go over to, let's go to Finviz. Uh, I'm sorry, let's go to Seeking Alpha because we're going to go to XLF. And XLF is a uh, market weight um, uh, ETF for energy. And we'll go to XLF. No, I don't want ELF. We'll go over ELF in a little bit. ELF just, I mean, shit. Why did I I invest in Ulta? Why didn't I invest in ELF? But here, we'll go over to holdings on XLF. You can see Berkshire Hack, or um, XLE is what I want. Why do I do this? Uh, XLE. Oh, come on. We're going to go there. Uh, XLE. Exxon, Chevron. That's almost 50, 50% of the actual uh, you know, uh, ETF. So Exxon and Chevron. So the one that, that I found, which, which is interesting, is RSPG. And, and the reason I, I say RSPG might be a better option, because Exxon and Chevron, you could buy those outright. And, and you'd probably be fine. The XLF protects you a little bit. But what this one does is it's just equal weight, 4%. Of, of energy stocks. And you can see Diamondback, One Oak, Williams, Pioneer, Marathon, Targa, EQT, Cotera, Conoco. This one's an interesting one, and I think it's it's done really, really well. Now, if we look at, uh, we're going to select, let's select metrics first, because we're going to go performance, and we're going to go total return, because I want to include the dividends in this. And we're going to look at XLE. Because, it, you know, traditionally in this market, uh, oh, no, I want XLE, select symbols, XLE. Uh, I want to p- pick the ETF. If I'm going to buy an ETF, I want to pick an ETF that's going to outperform. And so three years, you can see RSPG, 268 uh, versus XLE, 224. Five-year, RSPG, 62%. XLE, 61%. The, the RSPG gets you a better access to the drillers and, and the smaller energy ones. But RSPG, um, you know, again, this, this includes dividends. So the actual performance is similar, but I think RSPG, because it's 50% Exxon and 50%, um, 50% Exxon and Chevron, I think this one, because those two are at highs, Chevron has a good opportunity to bounce back. Um, let's be honest. I, th- I think Exxon... Is probably um, uh, probably a one hundred and twenty dollars stock, and you're trading at um, let's see, Exxon is trading at do do one oh six, but CVX you're down at one forty three. This one you don't have confirmation. You you have a MACD that's kind of almost going to cross up. You're going to have a cross up soon. You're oversold at twenty two. It's it's up half a percent in pre market. Energy's not participating in this. So RSPG, I, th- I think it's a good solid play uh, if you wanted to get into energy. Um, another one of recent, Coke versus Pepsi. I'm going to include this article in the newsletter. Um, it's an interesting look at which one 
both stocks are struggling. That, that's that's honest to God. That's the truth. Um, but one beverage giant has more to worry about than the other. Um, Coke's business just looks better. And you can look at this one, uh, this article. Now, it doesn't mean that Coke's going to do any better. Um, we can look at Coke versus Pepsi. Uh, here on fin on uh, seeking alpha we can chart this against each other we're going to select metrics and we're going to go to performance and we're going to go to total return because that includes the dividend and then we're going to select a symbol and we're going to say pep and you can take a look these these pretty much trade in line for the most part uh, pepsi's down six percent over one year coke is down two percent over three years you're looking at pepsi's up 32 percent coke is down, uh, up 27 percent five years pepsi doubles coke um so the, the the solid performance has come with the growth of pepsi but they do have more to worry about in the short term so coke may be the better buy because coke most likely coke may come up or Pepsi may come down to meet it. They're pretty much the same thing. I mean, they have different different um, variety of uh, Coke is more restaurant focused and Pepsi is more home based uh, focused. So there 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 is definitely different differences in the two. But I'll include that article in the newsletter. I think it's a quality one. Uh, how do I know that the stock market is going crazy? This dude just posted, um, and and it means that retail's back. So this guy said, uh, a month ago, I purchased $25,000 worth of four-week treasury bills. To my understanding, the four-week treasury bill has a yield of 5%. My bill matured today, and I received $26,000 back. So that means a yield of 0.99%. I was under the impression that the yield on this would be 5% after it matures in four weeks, not annually. There must be something that I'm fundamentally not understanding here. The idea of these short-term securities is to keep reinvesting them over the course of one year to achieve that rate. Dude, and and the answer says it. Yes, it totally makes sense. The world would give you 5% risk-free interest each month with an easy 75% year over year. Uh, Is that really what you thought was happening? Dude, retail's back. Retail is back investing in this market, and, and that's what that tells me. Absolutely 100%. Kramer Tracker is right. Retail is back. They're, they are back in this market. They are pumping this thing. Um, even the big money knows that the. I, I think the market is back. What could take this off? A government shutdown next week. What could take this off? Continued Israeli uh, pal, um, uh, Gaza issues. What could take this off? A bad earnings report from Apple. So understand that, yeah, I, I, I think we're in the middle of a pump up. But understand, too, there are significant catalysts on the downside. But every time we've been in one of these bulls, uh, even short-term or long-term, there's always, always reasons to look down. And there's always bears out there. Now, one that Joe brought up that actually has been a good one because Brandon brought it up to me, too, is HUBC. Joe has been using the 65-minute algorithm. If you sign up for TrendSpider, you get both. I send you links to both to import them. But HUBC, solid, solid 65-minute performance. Over eight months on HUBC, eight months, you make 178% using the 65-minute algorithm. You just got out with an 8% gain. You know what you get if you hold it for eight months? Minus 50%. This is one where it has huge volatility. This is a cyber uh, Israeli cybersecurity company, small cap. Understand the volatility is crazy, and it has been pumped up. 
Look at this. Just on October 9th, less than one month ago, you were trading at 24 cents. Uh, Right now, you're trading at 69 cents. Again, it's an Israeli cybersecurity company. So understand, most Israelis are being drafted into the army. I don't know where they're getting their, their employees from or their continued support from. But that, that this is one that on the 65-minute, if you wanted to trade, if you wanted to sign up for a trend spider, you absolutely can trade on this one. Uh, the four-hour on this one works as well. Doesn't work as well. I mean, it got you in at that 22 cents, but Lord knows you don't want to do this. That 20, the, the, This algorithm uh, over uh, four, let me see, run. Why is it doing eight months? No, I don't want a thousand candles. Um, we're going to do two years. So I think, let me see, apply. Do, do, do. Oh, it's, it's still doing it. I don't know. The performance tablet data is it messed up. Let's go to Apple and see what it's this one's doing. Four out. There we go. Now we're uh we're we're back at down to a thousand candles. Let's go to a thousand. Uh it screwed up a little. But um yeah. So if you want to sign up for Trendspider, that's where I was going. The the Black Friday sale is going on, it's down below. The elite level is what you need. The middle one, 296 bucks for the year uh, if you prepay and skip. If you want a seven-day trial, it's $351. The great thing is if you go monthly, just try it for monthly. You get a free seven-day trial and it's $39 a month. Say three months in, you don't like it. What are you out, 100 bucks? It's nothing. Come on. You tried it for seven days, you can do that. Uh, I like the the TrendSpider. TrendSpider is my key one uh, for the technical trading uh, and understand technical. Now let's go over some earnings. Qualcomm. Uh, Qualcomm reported, let me just pull up the chart here real quick. Uh, Qualcomm reported they beat on both the top and bottom line. The initial reaction was up 4%. Uh, Q, and then they raised their estimates for Q1. Uh, they are now up 6%. So 117, I think you're looking at $120 stock. Uh, easily, you're blowing through the 200-day. 117 takes you up here, uh, up at this level, right here. 117. So you know what comes into into play? You got this gap between 122 and 128 that comes into play. Now understand, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. This one, they got pumped up because they announced some uh, some uh, new chips. They they raised their guidance. It was really a good day. You know what else had a good day? DoorDash. And, and you know what What raised that one? Uber. Uh, Uber's up uh, 3% in pre-market. DoorDash is up 13% in pre-market. They're killing it. If you haven't signed up for DoorDash, I should probably put my link down below for you to sign up for DoorDash. I don't know if they do affiliate stuff. But it, uh, they're up t- they were up 10%. They're now up 13%. Uh, Elf. Elf Beauty, which is one that uh, Sherry had told us to get into absolute monster quarter. They are up 13%. It's back over 100. Now, if we look at long-term on ELF, I think you'll be fine with ELF. Look, we just took a leg down. Look at this run. From May of 2022, you're at $22 per share. Uh, And let's run the four-hour algorithm because we want to see where on ELF would we be. We would be in at 101. Well, I'm sorry. You got out with a 1% gain. So you're going to get in today. That MACD is going to cross up. Uh, The algorithm makes you 147%. 
Now, what what the killer is, you make 147% with some safety because, again, you the algorithm protects you from the downside. But like I was saying, from May 2022, you were at 20 bucks, $20. Your low is $20.70. At your high, you were at 140 bucks. So seven times your money in the span of one year, one and a half years, seven times your money. That's ELF. Uh, another one that blew away earnings that I don't follow, just blew away earnings, Roku. Roku is up 16% in pre-market. All of these ones that are beaten down that provide really good stuff, is it, they, they are all super, super up. So Roku, uh, 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 way up. Airbnb, you know, Motley Fool says, hey, Airbnb is you know, one of their top stocks. It's up 1% in okay quarter. I, I just, the, the value of this one, I just don't see it. I see people staying in hotels. Um, you know, my, it doesn't, on the weekly, it doesn't have a 200 day. It's still rather new. Um, it's expensive. I just, honestly, I see cities like New York and stuff like that coming after Airbnb. They're just, in my thing, it's just not that thing. And if you want to see a stock that is 100% a pandemic stock, Etsy is it. Etsy is down 2% after a really disappointing quarter. Missed on revenues. CE warned about Q4 saying customer discretionary spending is down. This was down 10% on the initial reaction. It's down 2% now. I own this one. And and I'm sorry that I own it. I've got to get out of this one. I got to move my money into spaces that I think will move. But I own this one. I was way up. Then you had the pandemic. I mean, just look at this stock. Uh, I bought somewhere around here uh, at, at like 50 bucks. So I, I wrote it all the way up to almost $300. Yeah, that's how well I was doing. Now I'm down to about the same amount of money. So it, just a bad bet. Again, bad money management. Not a huge, uh, huge uh, position, but enough that it makes it hurt. Uh, another one of our plays that, that, that I said, Hey, get into, because I I like it to cover this gap. Remember this gap goes to $350 SMCI. They beat, uh, it was up, I think 10% yesterday. I still see this going up. They raised guidance. They basically said, Hey, we are limited by the supply of chips. We are limited by the supply of chips. This is Amazon. Remember I said Amazon doesn't have a demand problem. They have a, a, a cost problem. This one has a supply problem. If NVIDIA over the next month says we're going to double, uh, you know, Taiwan Semi can make us more chips or we're going to have more chips, SMCI will go up. You have this cross up at 252. You're trading at 263. I think my average purchase price is somewhere in the neighborhood of 260. So I'm just, I'm adding to it. 100% solid, solid play. Uh, one of the ones that probably hasn't worked out and I'll probably get out of, PayPal. PayPal is up 6% in the pre-market. Not a super solid quarter. I think it's just beaten down too much. Um, they announced $1.30 per, per earnings. Uh, I, I'll look at Bradley Ferguson, the stock market nerd. I'll look at his analysis. Solid, solid uh, thing for, for me to look at from him because I do see gaps up here to fill. I just think there's probably better places to put my money that won't get down, uh, won't get beaten down. Now, let's talk about one that I got out of 
and I'm glad I got out of uh, Sedge, um, Solar Edge. Let me type this in. Uh, uh, Solar Edge. Uh, S-E-D-G. I don't know why I put S-E-D-G. Yeah, I have it right. Um, this one, down 16%. Remember, this gap right here, um, back on October 20th, I was in this one. And I've been in this one since, I think, $270. Um, yeah, 250 bucks. I think, is where I bought. 250 Uh And then I said, hey, I, I had a nice 10% gain in this one, but it didn't hit 300 It hit 299 And I said, I want it over 300 Then it just you know solidly came down. Um, and I said, you know, it, it's got to go back up. This is just higher for longer. They're, they're based in Israel or based more in Europe. It can't be as bad as the U.S. and California with Enphase. Was wrong. Continued to, to just go down. And then you get to October 19th and they said, you know, we, uh, we have to take our guidance down. Uh, it's worse than we thought. People are canceling orders. We can't find people to actually install this stuff. It's worse than we thought. Gapped way down to eight, uh, 90. I think I sold it at 90 bucks. About $90 is where I sold. Now, I bought this at 250 so I took quite a loss on this one. Not a huge position, but it was big enough. It hurt. Uh, I wanted this one to come back up. Uh, yesterday, they announced, hey, it's even worse than we thought. It's down 15%. This was down as much as 30%. It's at 64 So when, when you make that call, you have to make sure that, that, that you have a thesis because they, they pre-warned. They pre-warned, and then they get hit by the market. The market may have been saying, you know, people may have been saying, hey, it can't be that bad. can't be that bad. It is that bad. Understand, solar, get the hell out. Uh, let's talk about Palantir, solid quarter. Like I said, Palantir, uh, we had no confirmation yesterday. I expected earnings to be solid. The algo has you out. Just be careful. That's all I said. If you're holding, I wouldn't have sold. Uh, I believe that's what I said. Uh, I held. Uh, I haven't added. I will add to it now. Solid, solid earnings. There are a few things to worry about with that. Uh, but the one that I'm not worried about, Shopify. I think you're coming, like I said, this green line, I thought was a good support line at $48. It broke right through it. Should be concerned. Solid quarter, 24 cents per share. They went up almost double. It was 14 cents per share last time. Remember, they got rid of their cost. So this, this is this is they got rid of their cost structure. So and they're just making more money. And I have a note in my thing. Apple. We talked about Apple. I'm still slightly concerned about Apple, but you have confirmation. Uh, we just opened up, and we opened up at about 175. You got a little gap here. Probably will fill back to 174. You're probably gonna get a little pullback. Probably about 10 o'clock this morning, you'll get a pullback. I'd add to TQQQ, to be honest with you, at about 10 o'clock in the morning. I would add if, if, you know, if you're looking to get into and play uh, the November rally, like I think it is. I'm all in on the baby rally. Uh, what, what Twitter, it was uh, uh, Tom Lee last night. I'll go to my Twitter. And if you're not following me, go over to, um, to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. All my socials are up here if you want to follow me. But Tom Lee last night uh, posted that there's confirmation of a baby rally. 
And 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 I reposted it. I reposted Karen Quick too. Uh, Tom Lee, he's been far right more than any others I follow. I'm all in on the baby rally. The Fed made a visible pivot away from the data dependence today, which to me is a big takeaway. If inflation cools sharply next year, interest rates will remain will similarly decline. More reason to expect the baby rally to have some legs. This is a great, great interview he had. And remember, he has been right more than he has been wrong. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm in the belief that this one continues to run. I like this one a lot. Uh, by the way, just so you know, I am posting a short a day. And last night I posted a short about how uh, Jerome Powell is your inappropriate drunken uncle at Thanksgiving. So it's like a minute long. Go and watch it on YouTube. Go subscribe on YouTube. Uh, I'll put it in the newsletter too. Sheila. Sheila from Spotify is absolutely obsessed with COSM. For the second day in a row, Sheila asked me to look at COSM. Well, let's see what it did yesterday. Uh, the four-hour algorithm has you in at, at one. $1. You're at 102. Nice 2% gain. You have no confirmation. It's below that, that nine-day. So I don't like it from a chart perspective. Let's see how, you know, here's the thing that you have to know. Even this algorithm, even this algorithm, the four hour, which works on a lot of stocks, you lose 93% with uh, 41 positions over two years. You lose 99% if you just bought and held the stock. So let's see, is COSM... Uh, a, a, a decent one on the 65-minute algorithm? Well, you save because you lose 31%, but you lose 74% over eight months if you just buy and hold. So the algorithm, this algorithm has you out. Got you out with a nice 1.74% gain yesterday. I would say trade this one. Don't own it. If we go over to COSM here, on Finviz, and we look at it like we did yesterday, they're losing $41 million. They're not making money. Higher for longer. This was a hundred and two. what, uh, uh, let's see. This was a, um, let's go long term. We're going to go to a weekly. Let's go weekly. Let's see this. This was a $220 stock just back in May of 2021. So it was $120 stock. You're at $1. Sheila, Here's here's the the news the news from the uh, CEO issues letter to shareholders October fifth twenty twenty three company reaches major strategic inflection point with operations and revenue ramp up underway to significantly accelerate in twenty twenty four and beyond maintain solid balance sheet with negligible debt and strong diversified asset base book value exceeds four dollars per share well if your book value is four dollars per share why were you up at one twenty oh it was hype. You're saying it was hype? Well, if you're at $4 a share, why are you at $1 a share? Well, because you're losing money. You're losing money. This is a newswire from the, the company. Don't trust it. It's going to look at the fluff. Look at this. The average target price, uh, they don't even get covered. So don't listen to the hype. Um, these are all from previous. Look at these people. I mean, this this poor uh, the CEO has bought what a couple million dollars worth of shares at, at, at twenty dollars, twenty-five dollars. I mean, this dude's underwater. Just chalk it up to to it, it's it's a lost cause. Um, and my note says Sheila, um, just like in the movie Rambo, uh, tell Sheila it's over, Johnny. It's over. 
Trade it. Trade it. Do not get out of this one. If you're in it and you're in it at like 30 or 100 or whatever, take your money, take whatever you can, uh, maybe, you know, pop it to $2 or something if you see it pop. But I, I just, I don't even see a, a, a volume pop. I just don't. And, and, you know, yeah, they made one cent per share here. But if they make, you know, the, the stock continued to go down at one cent a share, this was trading at $1.50. We're at $1. Trade it. And trade it on a short time frame if you want. Uh, William Morgan, ADMA. Uh, let's look at this one. ADMA Biologics. Uh, been in it for a long time. Have listened to every uh, call for a long time. Earnings call. CEO was positively jubilant two quarters ago. After this most recent call popped at about 465 but pulled back. So this one, a 65-minute algorithm, eh, it doesn't do you very well. This is a biotech. Eight months, you've made 2.9%. I can point to 100 tech stocks that in eight months have made like 50%. Um, again, this is a biologics. Uh, I don't know too much about this. The four-hour algorithm has you in at 320. Um, you're now at 350. Solid gain. Solid, solid gain. If we, if we pull this back, um, it has traded above the 200-day Constantly seems to come down below it. It's biologics. I think that's that's probably normal. Back here, um, I'd be slightly worried about this gap, which was November of last year. It's within a year time frame, uh, two fifty nine to two seventy three. If we pull back to see a volume shelf at that point, it's a, a gap up. Um, we don't see too many people holding down here. Um, you know, you see the, the large majority of people are holding up here. This would be my support at $3. So I would say, um, William, if you get to $3, pull out. I'd say if you have profits in this, I'd say take them. If, if, if you've been in this for a long time now, I would start taking profits because it's long term. So if you've been in it for a while, I would say profits are probably good. If we just look at a weekly, I mean, you've been on a solid run here. And now you're 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 kind of pulled back a little bit. You went from let's see here uh, four dollars and sixty five cents, and now you're at three dollars and fifty one cents. Do you get back to that four dollars? Well, let's look at some of the the fundamentals. ADMA. Let's see, uh, small market seven hundred ninety one million. They're losing forty million bucks. Their forward PE is twenty nine, so it's expensive. Performance year to date, you're down nine percent over one year. You're up twenty four percent. Your average target price is six bucks. Let's see, do, do they get a lot of coverage? Nah. I mean, July 2023, uh, just a couple months ago, strong buy, five dollars. Uh, October 13th, Mizuno initiated at the same five dollars. Uh, that was 2022. 2021, Raymond James, five dollars. Your, your, I mean, it's clear your top is five dollars in this. Your absolute top right now is five dollars. Doesn't mean that they won't come out with something that's crazy. Look at this buy, $3.71, August 30th. Dude bought $400,000 worth. A director sold it, $387. Excuse me. Uh, a director <clears throat> sold $5 million worth at $387. <clears throat> if you don't think $3 is the top here, uh, look at the sale. Uh, look at that's $5 million. President and CEO sold $1 million at $4.15. They know it's a little over overvalued at that at that price. 
So when they're looking long-term and selling, you should be selling too. If you're in this, I would start taking some profits. It's been a great trade for you probably, um, but I like it. Now let's talk about scans. There are so many scans in this market that crossed up. Again, I said it yesterday. There are very few things, very few times do I have a ton of scans uh, that that I can't go over many. Uh, and it, in bear markets, you don't get scans like that. You do have a bear market bounce opportunity, and this may just be a bear market bounce. We were oversold. So understand, we were absolutely 100% oversold. That's made, this may just be coming up. You can see NVIDIA right here. Look at it oversold when it hit 400 on October 31st. The low, 392. You're at 434 right now. There's your 10%. There's your 10%. In what? Two days? 10%. NVIDIA. Uh, UNH has a cross up. Uh, UNH, my top healthcare holding. Uh, This is down 0.11%. I think you're putting in this capitulation right here uh, between 520 and 550. Uh, but 529, that was the buy. You're just kind of fluttering. And that's why you're getting cross-ups on this stuff. Uh, Snowflake, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, I took it out of the poor, poor portfolio, but I'm still holding it. I am adding more to it. I want to add more to it. 145 was the price point. You're at 146. Not up super much, but Snowflake. TQQQ, I said it yesterday. I said, hey, I think the Qs are getting a cross-up. So with the seasonality, I think I want to buy TQQQ. Uh, 33.53 was the buy yesterday. Uh, I bought it, I think at 33. Let's go over to the trading portfolio. If you're not following me on Savvy Trader, you can. We'll look at the history because I pointed out. Uh, I bought at, purchased it, I bought it at 33.70. I posted this late. So I bought very little amount, 10 shares, $300 worth, not much. But today, it's up 4%. I got my 10%. I mean, I'm up, uh, I'm up on that one. It's just a, you know, it's lunch money. It's not much. Uh, SMCI, we had a cross-up. We talked about this one. I'm solidly thinking that this covers that $350 gap. Uh, at some point, you've been putting in a nice little uh, rally here between 230 and $300. It keeps getting bounced back down at $300. You had here the the earnings where it dis uh, it disappointed a little bit. You had that gap down, didn't disappoint. Just people were taking profits, but it actually became cheaper because they had record profits. So you came down here, you bounced up to three hundred. You got rejected. You came down here, you bounced down to two fifty. Uh, here you bounced back up to three hundred at two fifty eight right now, where you're trading completely. Just buy it. I mean, 250, I, I think is a solid thing. You'll get up to 300 in a rally. SMCI, it is, it's not super expensive compared to uh, NVIDIA. Let's look at the two. SMCI forward PE is 12. The PE is 22. Now, NVIDIA, uh, the forward PE is 24, not 12. It's double. The PE is 102, not 22, 102. So understand that that valuation matters. What these guys do is these guys put together the rigs for AMD and uh, NVIDIA. And so anybody that buys those chips that wants to set up an AI um, uh, server farm, they need SMCI. So uh, we got more cross-ups, Shopify across, J&J, CrowdStrike, Wells Fargo, DraftKings. Let's look at DraftKings because their earnings, I think, are coming up next week. Uh, and, And I own this one. Like I said, 
I think under 30, you buy it. Over 30, you sell it. 28.05, right here. Their earnings are coming up. Is it today after the bell? Yeah, it's today after the bell. I think you're going to get a solid earnings re- uh, release from these guys. I think this is back up to 30 bucks. I may add more to this one. I may play this one on earnings. Today, it's just really good. Today, it's up 3% at $28. I may buy it. I mean, it dips under 28 Because 28 to $30, there's a nice little, what, 5, 6, 7, 8% move. You get up to 31 you got your nice 10%. So I, I like that one. And it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that you get to 31 Also not out of the realm of possibility that they say, we're spending so much money right now, we're going to come down and cover this gap to 21 Am I afraid buying at 28 if we get to 21 No. Long term, I think these guys are fine. The problem that you have with DraftKings is the same thing with everything else. It's the valuation. These guys are losing uh, $1.1 billion per quarter. Now, they have plenty of cash on hand. So they have $2.40. They have, uh, what, $450 million? They'll be fine. They're not going to go down. Performance year-to-date, they're up 139%. So could you come back down to 20 Absolutely. 25 is probably your support level. 28 am I afraid to buy? No. No, I'm not afraid to buy at 28. Um, EQT and and Rig, some uh, energy names that got cross-ups. We don't have a lot of energy names that are going well right now. Energy names are just getting pulled back. But EQT, 42.72. Look at this long-term chart on EQT. And this is natural gas. This is a solid quality natural gas play. Uh, riding along that 50-day, you got the confirmation above it. A little bit expensive. Rig, on the other hand, this is Transocean. This one ships uh, 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 oil around the world. They have tankers. It's gotten killed. I, I still think there's a $10 stock. It's just gotten killed. If you don't know what's going on in the Panama Canal, uh, shipping rates are going to go up because the pa- Ca- Panama Canal has a, uh, a, um, a, a drought. They can't get the ships through. XLC is the one uh, sector. Uh, this is the communication sector. And and what's interesting about XLC, we have a cross up here. Um, it buy at 65.65 right at the 200 day. Now, if we go over to Seeking Alpha, and I love Seeking Alpha. Most of this is, by the way, is free. And we look at XLC and where we are. You can see we're down at the bottom of the day range, but we're at the top of the 52-week range. So am I buying this one? No. I just think, you know, there's other places that, that have been beaten down. Look at energy, right in the middle of the 52-week range. Uh, look at technology. You're close to the top. Now, am I buying more technology? Because I think that that 181 is going, uh, we're going to go over that 181. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm a bull on this one. Look at the S&P. Yeah, you can even look at the NASDAQ 100. We're close to the top there. I mean, it, again, Seeking Alpha is a great, great tool. Uh, if you want it. Lemonade. Uh, oh, one. We brought up IONQ, how the CEO was leaving. This one got a nice little pop. Uh, IONQ. Oh, come on, Trend Spider. IONQ is up 9% today. Uh, is now similar to April where we get the five. But $10.22 was the buy. You're at eleven thirteen. Do you have this gap here at uh, $11.85 to $12.65 in the, in, in the realm? I think maybe. Again, you're looking at kind of just a lower volume. I I don't know that I'd put the bank on this one. I may buy it in the the Weeble portfolio just for shits and giggles. Uh, Uber up 5%. Uber's got a cross up. ARCF. 
All of these things, I will put this in the newsletter. So you can read, again, read the newsletter. Tomorrow, I'm going to go uh, with a, uh, a recap of the past two weeks on earnings. We'll talk about the Apple earnings, what happened. Um, so tune in tomorrow. I'll have more data. Uh, again, anything that you want, it's on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. You can get $20 off your visible. Uh, if you're paying anything more than $25 for your f- phone service, Visible, it's $25 per month. This is the phone service that I have personally. So get it for $25 a month. Uh, it is There's no taxes and fees. So it's $25 a month. And your first month, when you click on this link, your first month is $20 off. So it costs you five bucks. And there's no commitment. There's no contract. If you haven't switched your phone number in a while, it is so easy. And they have eSIM. So if you have one of the newer phones, uh, it's it, basically you don't even have to go anywhere. You can do it in your house and it's done. Mine was done in 15 minutes when I did it a couple of years ago and it's gotten even better. If you don't have Weeble, get Weeble. I'm on Weeble. I put $1,000 into Weeble at the beginning of the year. I'm at twenty three ninety four right now. So get Weeble, use this link, um, get Weeble and you'll get some free stocks, I believe as well. Yeah up to 20 free stocks. You just have to put $3 in. Like I said, I put $1,000 in there uh, and, and I'm up a lot on that one. Uh, if you want uh, Seeking Alpha, like I said, Seeking Alpha, solid, solid play. Um, $189 per year for that one. Uh, if you're getting a Tesla, sign up there. If you want AT&T service at your house, I have one gig service at my house for, I think it's about $70 a month. I think that's what uh, Google charges as well. Uh, I like it. Uh, TQQ, by the way, on my um, I'm up three uh, percent. I'm sorry, five percent total. So the market has pulled back. Like I said, about ten o'clock. I think you can get a lot of these stocks on sale. Um, Shopify, God, sixteen percent. What a great freaking buy that was. Just adding on the way down. Um, solid, solid. Palantir up twenty percent. So I'll be buying more. Uh, okay. I'm going to look at the comments. I will be back tomorrow. Remember I'm doing shorts every day. So subscribe to YouTube. They're funny. I'll put them out on uh, Instagram as well. You can subscribe to Instagram. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Morning, I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fears.